Well, you know, Devin, I was notorious mm. when I was going to Blockbuster and yeah. Hollywood Video yes. and all that. I was the worst yeah. at not rewinding my tapes. I remember one time I was like 20 and went in and I, I think it was a Blockbuster. I, I, I could be wrong, but like I had like fines for not rewinding. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's <laughs> so great. Like, that's, that's, did that that's ever like happen to Nazi you? Nazi librarian right there, man. <laughs> um, I, no, but let okay. me tell you why, though. Um, we we had a 7-Eleven near us, okay. right? And there was also a a Beacon gas station. The both, the, wow. Each of them had their, their little home video sections. Yeah. And um, we also had a, a local store called Lots Home Video in, yeah. in Santa Cruz. And I remember... <laughs> distinctly because at first right like bring it back not rewound no big deal and then it got out of hand right Right, and then there's like okay you're you're paying the ass now and so distinctly you're returning it with my old man and they said you know they were gonna about to charge us and he straight up grabbed the videos off the shelf drove home handed them to me (laughs) told me to rewind them yes and take them back (laughs) So no, yeah. I didn't have yeah. the the be kind yeah. rewind charges. I just had a tight fisted old man that wasn't going to let me get away with that kind of nonsense. Yeah, it, oh, the the videotape era was so much fun because there was this kind of realization point for everybody. Yeah, and it was this: if I get a second one, videotape yeah. player, I can just record the, these things I'm renting. <laughs> and, yes. and there was a point in college where. I had a buddy, his name, his name was Brad Frost. And Brad, to this day, I bow down to Brad. Whoa. Because Brad literally had a library and had a binder with all the movies <laughs> listed, and you could check them out. Oh, my gosh, And so dude. being inspired. Wait, would he charge? No, he wouldn't charge. Okay. He okay. wouldn't charge. He wouldn't charge. Maybe he did. He never yeah. did with me. Yeah. Um, but I was so inspired. I'm like, I'm doing that. And so in college, <laughs> I had a bookshelf. Uh, when we walked into yeah. the apartment, and I, I think I got up to like over three hundred movies. That is impressive, dude. Yeah, That's some impressive. were some were legally bought, but but many of them were just copies of blockbuster videos. So and, and I, I'm gonna see you, and I'm gonna raise you. Uh-oh, I'm gonna see you go. and raise you. Here we go. Because we by by any measure of of 1981 1982 economy, we were not a wealthy family, right? right? We were were mid mid to low, and. But we were the first, like, of we had like 13 kids on our block, right? Yeah, yeah. So, of the households on our block, we were the first to get a VCR. Okay, there you go. And within the first weekend, Jeremy, I, I th- here, here, here's some of the first rentals we had Blue Thunder. Oh, yes. Um, there was one with Jason Robards um, about a ghost. I don't recall the name mm. of it. And and then there was another. Something wicked this way comes? No, no. It was. it was, was he in that? It, I, uh, I think he was in that, but it was something, was something different. Else. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and there was like a third movie we had. And so with, within the first couple of days, Jeremy, I made a fucking poster board. <laughs> With prices the and was going to charge kids FBI to come over coming. to my house. The FBI was coming. And my my dad, who used to like walk across the street to his BFF's house and they would yeah. like work on antique cars all day. Yeah. He's just like, can see I'm doing something outside yeah. the front door. And he comes over and he's like, and I think I was charging like, you know, 50 cents to see Blue Thunder or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you can't do that. I'm just like, the hell I can't. This is America. And Capitalism, so, man. Capitalism. I, I know. And so needless to say, Devon Cinema was uh, shut down before it had a chance. But yeah. Beautiful. 
That's beautiful. I never got that far. Oh, the videotaper. So this is our very first episode of Be Kind Rewind. We did sort of a preview episode on our Patreon. This is the off week. So when we have our main show of Living in the Past, we then... Uh, have a follow-up episode to that. So we just did Unforgiven. This is the follow-up Beacon Rewind where we take listener calls and uh, we we just you know talk a little bit more about the movies that we've been covering on the show, talk a little bit about what's coming. But uh, I'm excited about this, Devin. I'm really, I, this is great. This I'm is really, the inaugural. This is the Maiden. I hope it's not like the Maiden Voyage of the Titanic. But here we go. <laughs> right. And so we have the soundboard where I have everything loaded up. And I, I can't remember what button. I think it's this one. Yeah, I, I think I'm right. So are you oh, ready the, to be the, kind? And here rewind? we go. Here we go. Oh, goodness. Be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. I didn't know you got Dr. Stephen Hawking to record a bit for us. <laughs> uh, so we just did Unforgiven, the yeah. Clint Eastwood. You yeah. weren't there. I was, I was solo. Not there, and that is unforgivable. I know. I know. <laughs> it was it was fun to do, though. And uh, just reminiscing on, yeah. on just that film came out. August of 92. That's the craziest thing uh, about me. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to cut you off there because that's no, no, the craziest no, thing about me because when I picture that yeah. film, yeah. it like there's this, this 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 run of Westerns in the 80s, but it's nothing like Unforgiven, really, and especially it's toward the whole, late 80s, right? We get like yeah. Young Guns and stuff like that. But this is like, it's a movie that had really just kind of like, it pushes pause and really just kind of is a, is a right. throwback to the height of the Western era. And it yeah. really, it stands the test of time. That's the craziest part. It, it's, it was so much fun to revisit. Not fun. Like, Oh, this movie's light and fun. It's yeah. a heavy movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was good to like revisit it, watch it. Cause I, I'd, I'd seen it in the theater and seen it several times since then, but there had been a big gap in watching it. Yeah. Um, I'm not just throwing Unforgiven in for, you know, shits and giggles. Right. So, um, but it was, it was wonderful. The performances were what really stood out to me. That was my, yeah. There could be only one yes. on, the, on, the, yes. on the episode. Um, for our listeners, if you want to call in, give us a uh, ask a question, give us a comment, hate on us, love on us. Yeah, you can call eight three one three three seven eighty twenty to leave a voice message for this show. We got a se- we got several calls in. We picked three uh, to to kind of address because oh, they were okay. important. This is news to me. Okay, yeah, before we get to that though, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, Poltergeist. I think mm. I talked about this on Patreon on on our like preview show, but I got roasted on Twitter. Rightly so. One probably. of the reasons why <laughs> I hate Twitter, yes. hate Facebook, <laughs> hate everything. Um, apparently, there is a big old um, contingent oh. of Toby Hooper fans. Toby Hooper. So when we were like yeah. laid at thick saying yeah. like Spielberg made this movie, uh, I got there was tweets at me. Yeah, but then I got. Like followed, I'm like, oh cool, follow you back, yeah. and then I got DM'd <laughs> to death, and it was the old trap. It was two or three guys just teeing off on me, just saying you don't know what the hell you're talking yes. about. Yes, and I did research. I went and back, and I look, and so on Patreon, I told our, our patrons like, here is the. Like it was like a research project. Yeah, I, I just citing your source. I just yeah. cited everything. <laughs> so. Patrons, I'm so sorry for that. I had to get it out of my system, um, but I was I was catching it for, for wow for my take. Is this a mea culpa? Are you are you are you? 
like coming to ask forgiveness? Is this no? What's... Okay, <laughs> no. Steven Spielberg made that movie, man. He made the movie. So yeah, I, it, it was funny. It's here's what's funny. Yeah, is there are guys just sitting around. What typically dudes? <laughs> typically in their basements. Yeah. Um, probably in their underwear, which I don't yeah. even want to think about. And, and they are like waiting yeah. for the war to start yeah. of whatever it is they're into. Yes. So apparently there was a the poltergeist war has begun. It's, it's happened. There or is, should I say begun the poltergeist wars have. Yes. Thank you, Yoda. <laughs> oh man. So we got, we got several questions on the show, but before we get into the questions, yeah. we just want to thank our patrons, Tessa, Abby, Trevor, Travis, and Dave. You guys are amazing. We dedicated the last episode. I don't know if you know this, Devin. The last mm. episode, Unforgiven, we dedicated to Dave. He had a pretty pretty major um, life event tragedy happen, oh. and, and we uh, we dedicated Unforgiven. So, Dave, we still we're still supporting you. We're mm. still with you. Yes. And um, please uh, just reach out if you need anything. And that's that's one of the things. Patrons are family. And they get dibs on questions. We have some questions from patrons coming up in the next episode. But these are just from some of our listeners, and and so De- Devin, I, I, this is this is I have no idea what's about to happen. Yeah. So this is fan- I, I'm just I'm stoked we yeah. got calls. Yeah. I, we I, got we got some calls, okay. and um, there's a theme in the calls though, Devin. Okay. And, and one of the themes is I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> but you do. So well, God bless these callers. <laughs> yeah, keep calling in. Oh gosh! All right, here's our first call. Hey, this is uh, Craig. Um, all right, I'm on the fence with your, your Patreon thing, uh, your site, uh, whatever you call it. So talk me into supporting you guys. <laughs> we and will. by the way, loved the Poltergeist episode. Absolutely there we go. loved it. Jeremy, go surreal. Just listen to Debbie. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Craig. Oh, uh, Craig, why? <laughs> why are you doing this, Craig? Oh, uh, Craig. Uh, well, thanks for calling in, Craig. Um, okay, go surreal. But yep. he asked about Patreon, which yeah. is is my favorite thing yeah. to talk about on the show. Um, so we have a Patreon site. It's patreon.com forward slash living in the past. L-I-V-I-N-I-N the past. And uh, yeah, we, we do several things on the show. But first, our patrons, we think of our patrons, those that are supporting the show, as co-collaborators, they get to have a say in the things we're doing. They get to vote on content, but they also get to ask questions that we do on this show. They get an extra podcast or two a month. Um, one of them is called What You Talking About, where we sort of do what we do on the main show, but it's a little more loose and yes. and fun and vulgar. And yes. so that's for our patrons. And we have a lot coming up uh, on the on Patreon. One of the things that we're about to do and I'm excited about Devin is, is we're, we're starting to dip our toes in the video world. Yes. We're going to be doing uh, video revelations, which is uh, me and a guest, probably Devin, maybe Carl, uh, maybe others are going to be coming together and we're going to be watching horrible movies from the eighties and early, early nineties, maybe late seventies, but it's primarily the eighties that are just movies that are just terrible that we yeah. have not seen, but it's kind of the terrible ha ha. Yes. Like, so that, yes. and so we're going to, it's just going to be reactions, but our patrons get the whole sort of like commentary track where we put on YouTube, just about a 10 minute version yeah. of it. So you get a lot of uncut content on Patreon and it's something that I've, the more I've worked on it, the more I'm on the, I'm on the platform. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. We have, gosh, there's 37, like, well, there's, at least 37 early episodes. We release yeah. episodes early, so you get all that content early. We have 
polls. There's 10 different polls where you get to vote on content that's coming. We have commentary tracks. We have about 10 movies we've done commentary tracks for. What you talking about? We've done about 15 episodes of what you're talking about. So there's a lot of fun stuff, Devin. It's been a joy to do. And it, so it has uh, been. Um, but Craig, let me speak directly to you because as, <laughs> as, as great as Jeremy just cast a picture there, let, let me just give you um, two reasons to become a patron. Uh, number one, Craig, as a patron, you can be assured that I will always be here to defend the proper side of pop culture and insight into films. Number two, and, and Craig, you may need to go in the archives a little bit, but a little over a year ago, we did The Lost Boys. And I put a special challenge out there to patrons that I myself would oil myself up, grab a chain and put it around my neck and a saxophone and go down to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk stage where... Sexy sax guy performed in Lost Boys, and I would recreate that scene. So that is just one of the things that I am personally willing to do for our patrons. So, yes, it's great to get extra episodes. Yes, it's great to have early episodes. Yes, it's even nice to have kind of like the, Jeremy used the word uncut, so I guess like the uncircumcised episodes of living wow. in the past. Wow. <laughs> but Craig, to you I say, and to others that may be on the fence like Craig, there's so much more. Have the proper pop culture standpoint and and viewpoint represented and secured let it be defended by people that know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to ghosts and other <laughs> pop cultural phenomena. <laughs> well said I, i'm gonna just cut that and put that as our, our commercial oh man so, yeah it was fun I, I didn't realize how much fun i would have doing that poltergeist episode yeah. but, yeah, it was a good but time. what amazed me yeah was your experience with ghosts oh, i, I yeah. just i don't I didn't believe in them and and now yeah. you've kind of edged me to the place of belief. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yeah that's that's scary shit, man. <laughs> it is. Shit. It's totally that's why I won't watch like movies like paranormal and shit. Yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> oh man. All right, here's our here's our next call. Okay. Hey, this is Brad from Fresno, California. All right, I'll be quick. Uh, Jeremy, I can't think of a worse take than what you said about <laughs> the gunfight in Unforgiven. It is the best gunfight in a Western in the last 30 years, period, no debate. Devin, I don't know where you were, but you need to talk some sense into him. Thanks, guys. Bye. Brad. Whoa, Brad from the No. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, first off, Brad, let me just say um, thanks for, for listening and sorry that you live in Fresno. Um, <laughs> you ever want to come out to the cruise, um, let let us know. Come out to That's the 831. Right. Right. Um, listen, I, I hate to just be on the side of so far, two out of two callers, Jeremy. But I know, I know. What the hell were you thinking when you're talking about that unforgiven <laughs> gunfight? So what I was saying, I I was trying to make a point. Okay, that it wasn't the most entertaining gunfight. Oh, like like wow, okay. fun. Yeah, I mean, it, like the gunfight in Unforgiven is such it's so grounded in like reality <laughs> and just like people are really yeah. it feels like they're really dying wow. and like and he, it's not cool gunplay. It, yeah. It's just like. Like so it wasn't the Matrix. It that's what you're saying. It wasn't the Matrix said in the 1800s. Okay, got you it. You remember, what was that movie called? It had Leonardo DiCaprio, Sharon Stone. The Quick and the Dead. Yeah, Quick and the Dead. Yeah. That's what I love. Okay, okay. Shooting a hole in a guy's head, and you see the guy that fired the gun. You know, camera verse shot. Love that stuff. Um, yeah, no, I think the gunfight in Unforgiven is is the final fight where William Money comes into the, 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 the saloon. Gets a little bill and his, yeah. his people. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I think is really narratively powerful. It's great. I love where he's like, all right, I'm coming out. If anyone, you take a shot at me, I'm going to kill, kill you, kill your wife, kill your children, burn your house down. I I just, I'm like, okay, he's on another level. So I I love all that stuff. It just wasn't the most entertaining. It's not tombstone level stuff. Well, now that's interesting though, because Tombstone yeah. largely is based on historical accounts. <laughs> yes, yes, largely. Yes, but so what did you find entertaining about that? Was it just the way that Tombstone? it was? Sh- yeah, the way yeah. it was shot. Or? There's a there is a so here's another movie. Yeah, and we need to do Tombstone on the show, but it's another movie that there's like a lot of argument um, about who directed it. Yeah, um, the guy it's that Steven did Spielberg. <laughs> it was Spielberg. <laughs> he just ghost directs everything. <laughs> Anything we like, it's yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, it, it's Kurt Russell that directed it, and and Val Kilmer just and before um, his, his his battle with cancer, when he could speak, he was at a kind of a Western film, like it was almost like a Comic Con for Western films, yeah. and yeah, and um, he was interviewed, and he said, you know, Kurt Russell made the movie, yeah. like yeah. made the film, yeah. and, and the 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 guy that they said directed it, he had since passed away, and and so it was just like, oh, I can say this now, come on, <laughs> and so um and. Russell just directed it with, there was a flair to it. Yeah. Um, just where the camera's placed. And Unforgiven, it's, it, there's a heaviness and a weightiness to yeah. it. There's not excitement. Yeah. And, um, and in fact, Unforgiven, I think, is trying to put to bed all those types of Westerns and yeah. just say, no, no, no. All that stuff, all this is just myth. Right. And, and right. you know, that's not really how things happen. Right, right. Or a tombstone. Yeah. Well, yes, historical accounts. I mean, the music, the performances. I don't yeah. think Doc Holliday was saying. Stop it. I'm your Huckleberry. Stop it. How yeah, dare you, I sir? Know, I know. How I dare know, you? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> cinematically, though, or I should say even just like from a cinematography yeah. position, though, like Unforgiven's got to get the nod there, right? I yeah. mean, that's just like, yeah. that's a superior cinematography. It's so well done. Yeah. I talked about it on the show, just the the framing of shots. Yeah. From like the beginning, you know, when you watch Unforgiven, it starts off, there's a, it's, it's a kind of a sunset or sunrise right. shot and yeah. it's a silhouette and it's kind of like, there's a scroll, like a scroll right. going up talking right. about William Money and yeah. um, it's just so beautifully rendered and, and you know, they, they, there's a kind of a end cap where yeah. you have the same shot at the end. Right. And it's just so well done all the way through. Technically, yeah. Uh, the lighting is brilliant. It goes from dark Where do you put it in, in the list of Eastwood Westerns? Well, um, funny you say that. Yeah. Let's listen to our next call. Oh, okay. Hi, this is uh, Stuart from Athens, Georgia. Nice. Uh, I love Unforgiven, and I was wondering if, if y'all would cover it, and you, and you did, and I'm so happy. Uh, my question is this: If Unforgiven is Eastwood's best western, hmm. what's the second best? Oh, uh, I, I love High Plains Drifter myself. It's a good one. Uh, you know, paint the town red and call it hell. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Can we hear what you think? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wow. I, I, yeah. I, I. You know. Thanks, Stuart, for calling in, and and uh, you know, thanks, Brad. Uh, you know, I, I. Unforgiven, I think, is his best. I think it, yeah. it is his best. But I have others that I'm more entertained by. Okay. I think, technically speaking, the only one that you could set against Unforgiven that can compete and maybe in a lot of critics' minds win yeah. is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. But he didn't direct that. Yeah. This is um, yeah. Leone that directed yeah. it. And uh, that movie is... 
I, I've been debating just as a film teacher to show the good of the bad and the ugly mm. so long though. Yeah. But yeah. technically speaking, I know of a, a teacher. I'm on a Facebook group of these film teachers that teach in the International Baccalaureate, which I'm a part of. How boomer and of you? I know. I know. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Fucking Facebook. Um, and so I, I, there's a guy that, that I believe teaches in England, and he um, shows the showdown, mm. the the three-man standoff at the end of The Good, of The Bad, and The Ugly, yeah. and just to teach camera angle, shot type, you know, yeah. um, all types of like just technical things because yeah. it's so at the time no one was really doing a lot of what he did in that movie. Right. And so it's just very cutting edge, very vi- it's in a visual way. It is um, sort of head and shoulders above a lot of Westerns that are being made. So yeah. that, I think that's only when like from a technical standpoint, but just from like an enjoyable standpoint, mm. like, that's how lot Josie Wells for me, probably. Wow. Okay. Um, that's probably my favorite. That's yeah. he direct Eastwood directed that. I think it's, I mean, 1976. I, I just think it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, that's where I would probably hang my hat. Okay. So All what right. about you? What do you, like um, of, well, of I just, I, I'm going to Stuart, you're going to have a lot in common with my wife because I'm going to let you down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll be honest. Um, I have seen the Eastwood films, and there are some times when the plot lines just kind of run together for me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm just like, oh, remember what? Oh, wait, what movie was that? Which in? one? Yeah. It's a man with no name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You get a little repetitive. pale rider, and you get a little bit of yeah. all Jersey Wales. And yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, so I would I would just go to my default. And, and again, Stuart, you have my apologies. I'm going to give you the best 30 seconds. Just like I said, you'll be disappointed like my <laughs> wife. Um, but I, <laughs> I will say this, though, Stuart. That I think the one that that is most emblazoned in my mind is is Pale Rider, mm, and I know that yeah. we have talked about that yeah. film before, yeah. and I just think it's it's does such a great job of the lone rogue mysterious person, yeah. right? That's almost like did that person almost really exist? It's just so much myth in yeah. there, right? Yeah, and, and I think that that. Uh, that is to me super enticing, and and again, you know, and you, I think we've got this show probably in archive somewhere. But like, yeah. other than the really awkward age difference between Clint Eastwood's yeah, character and and what? the daughter, <laughs> um, but in Georgia, I mean, Stuart, you, <laughs> <laughs> that that may resonate. We with are you. not getting a Patreon for a patron from Georgia. Stuart, it's just in good fun. It's just in good fun. Us here on the left coast still love you. Um, so I, I would say that I, I would go with that one, but that's only because I'm, I'm mashing a nostalgia button on that. Yeah, we did a show. I think I didn't release it to like everybody. I think yeah. it's on Patreon still. It's like yeah. what you're talking about up yeah. where we did like the best Westerns of the 80s. I think. Right. So we talked Silverado. Yeah. We talked uh, Pale Rider. Those yeah. were kind of the two that rose to the top. Young Guns rose up to the top as right, well. Right. Um, yeah, Pale Rider is it's so interesting because that one is like the antithesis of Unforgiven. Right. Like Pale Rider's myth. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a ghost. Right. Like, you know, that's come back. And there we go. With ghost yeah, there we go. Right. Um, Proving once again, Devin's right. <laughs> uh, where Unforgiven is just this, it's this attempt to be grounded in this reality that's yeah. just frankly uncomfortable. You right. know, you have the young. Schofield kid. I didn't talk about him much in, in in the film, just that character. But, you know, he's everything we expect in a Western. Right. Like, yes. Like shit talking, fast right. with the guns, Billy right. the kid. Kind yeah. of, you know, 
And he's not. He kills a guy and it's destroyed his life. Yes. And, yes. and you know, you get the great lines of Hell of a Thing killing a man. You take right. away, you know, basically everything he has. Right. And, um, you know, the kid has a great, you know, the Schofield kid has, you know, well, I guess he had it coming and we yeah. all have it coming. Kevin. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, damn. I know. It's hardcore. You know, and, and I think, you know, a lot of people are, will say things like Unforgiven put the Western genre to bed. It mm. like ended it. Mm. It just kind of put a final stamp on it. Of course, yeah. there's been just a few years later we get, or a, a year later, we get Tombstone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Wyatt Earp. Right. In the same year. Right. And so they're still happening. Yeah. Since then, I since Unforgiven, Tombstone's up there for me. Yeah. And then the movie that I think people just don't know is a Russell Crowe, Christian Bale you go. movie called 310 to yeah. Yuma. And yeah. I, I want to show my son Sam loves westerns, and he, the one that is on the most repeat, is uh, is Silverado. Yeah, I think the writing is so fun. Yeah, it engages this ten year old kid. Right. And um, but I would love when he gets maybe a year or two older, uh, show him Three Ten to Yuma. I think yeah. it's just badass. It um, yes, and the ending in particular of that film is so emotional. Yeah. That it's just it's almost a gut wrench. Like there yeah. there are films like that that I think of like, oh crap. Like yeah. so for me, it's not something that I can just like, oh, it's on whatever channel, right. so right. I'm gonna just like watch it midstream. Like I have to like prepare myself emotionally yeah. to go through yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. And and uh, Mangold is the director of Three Ten to Human. If you haven't seen it, it's not. It doesn't qualify for Living in the Past because it was like 2007. But right. um, it's something I would I would highly recommend and. Uh, you know, the director is now finishing up his, he's doing Indiana Jones. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, did Logan. Um, he did walk the line, the Johnny cash movie. Yeah. So he's a, I love him as a filmmaker. And, and so I'm excited about Indiana Jones, but I think three Ten Yuma is like, like, I wish I saw more Westerns like mm. that. And, and yeah. I've since seen, there's some other good ones. There's one called hostels, which has yeah. Christian Bale in it. And yeah. that, that one's pretty good too. So, um, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, going back to Eastwood in the 80s and 70s, I, I would say um, you can't go wrong with Pell Rider because of the yeah. myth making of it. Right, and right. And it's fun and it's the the mystery of it really hooked you. Uh, the performances are great. And that's the one thing about Eastwood that's so great is that he seems to be able to work with actors perfectly. Like he he there's this collaborative piece where I don't know if he's able to check his ego. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and allow his actors room because he, in Unforgiven, he lets everyone shine. He lets the kids shine. He lets Morgan Freeman's Ned shine. He lets, of course, Gene Hackman wins Academy Award, like Little Bill, like right, is just right. a powerhouse in that movie. Even Richard Harris is as the 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 duck of death as Little Bill right. <laughs> calls him uh, English Bob, and, right. and so it's just oh, the acting in all of Eastwood's movies, yeah, are so always. Like well, I can buy let's be, into. Let's it. be careful because uh -oh. he made the uh -oh. movie a couple years ago uh -oh. about the real story on the on the train and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah using yeah, yeah. non actors. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. So let's, I haven't seen that. Let's so. be let's be careful. Okay. Stick with that. Stick. Have with you that. seen that movie? Yeah, we Is saw it in the theater. <gasps> saw it in the theater, and and I didn't know that he wasn't using actors. I, I didn't know he was using the real young men that actually did this very, quite wow. frankly, very courageous yeah, act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this sucks. <laughs> And it wasn't until later. I'm just like, cause I, it was actually my, my mother who like never goes to the theater. 
Yeah. It's like, I, w- I want to, we should go to this. I'm just like, okay, my mom wants like a mother son date or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm just sitting there going, this sucks. And she's, <laughs> and then afterwards she's telling me, yeah. she's telling me also, you know, the real kids, I'm just like, oh, well that at least explains why they sucked at yeah, acting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. He did a lot of, uh, he, he did kind of this run of like kind yeah. of biographical films. Yeah. Like he did that. He did. Um, the film about the guy crashing in the Hudson River is Scully, I think was the Sully. Name of? Yeah. Sully, yeah. Sully, yeah. Um, did that. He did um, American Sniper. Right. Like, like he's he did a lot of films like that as yeah. he's starting to close out his career. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He might live to 130 and still make more <laughs> movies. But. I, I do want to throw a pitch out there, though, Jeremy, yeah, yeah, yeah. is, you know, if you, and I think I may have mentioned this when, when I saw it, I think I probably texted you late one night. And there, there's a film on Netflix called The Harder They Fall, and it's 2021. Oh, yeah. yeah. And talking about a very stylized version of the Western. And this right. actually looks at things from an African-American yes, cowboy standpoint. Yes, yeah. And I just, if you haven't seen that, I definitely want to recommend, like, go watch that. It's worth yeah. your time. I yeah. don't think you'll be disappointed. And I love, I I want to be careful here because I, I don't want to make too far of a jump. But the way that Baby Driver kind of stylizes thing with yeah. music and yeah. visuals. Yeah. This does a great job really? of doing okay. that with some of the the costuming and yeah. the music and just kind of the That's little cool. nuances to like what I will say like modern black yeah. culture. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. I I think it's worth a watch. It, it's on Netflix. Um it's uh what a 2 hour 19 minute investment there of your time. Go. You have nothing better to do but check <laughs> it out. Yeah, it's it's interesting just that the western even though people were like unforgiven put it to bed it's yeah. dead. People still make westerns. Totally. You know, there was totally. the the movie Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell. I did not see that. Holy shnikes. Really? Yeah. It was uh Yeah, it's it, it's a whole level of violence that Whoa. it's like like it get, it goes down road that you're not expecting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it, it, it's a western up to a certain point and then it becomes something very different. Whoa. Yeah. So it's it's worth checking out, but Russell is phenomenal in it it's called bone tomahawk wow okay um, it's really really good and and kurt russell's like great in any western any movie we're huge kurt russell fans i mean my god a big trouble in little china you can you know um you could just go on and on about how great russell is um and everything he does so so it is available right now listeners uh you can you can stream it for free with ads on tubi oh yeah and yeah. then of course you can find it on on apple tv to rent yeah. as well yeah. that is uh what year did that come out jeremy do you know offhand 2017 is my oh is guess. it that recent okay yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing i'm guessing yeah Boom. two hours 13 minutes yeah okay well that's great i i had not even heard of that so i'll have to put that on the yeah, list yeah it's it's two, 2015 2015 2015 okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, that that kind of wraps it up. I'm excited about what's coming, though. We okay. have we have some great content coming down the 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 pike. Uh, we have our next main episode is the Road Warrior. Yes, and I am so jazzed and pumped about doing that. Yeah, is that some you were was in the rotation for you? Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. I mean that that introduced me to like the entire apocalyptic genre yeah, yeah right i yeah. mean that was just so mind-blowing at the time that it's, like yeah it's gonna be fun yeah i i love when we, we all the movies we've done in, yeah. in the past it's like been fun to revisit them yeah but there are some like i for example like i've seen et a million times i didn't do a ton of research yeah. for that because i just knew so much because i was such a big spielberg fan i had seen it so many times but like 
you know, doing poltergeist and just right. doing all the research on that. That was like a lot of fun. Yeah. And, yeah. and especially my favorite of all the episodes we did was our first one, Red Dawn. Yeah. Just doing the research. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got flamed for that one. Like right out of the gate, the guys are like, <laughs> hate, hate uh, posting on social media. Whatever. Oh my God. Um, but I loved prepping for Roadhouse. Yeah. That, oh, and, yeah. And, and I think it was, there was a moment in that show. It was a Patreon show that we released to everybody, but like there's a moment where in my research, it dawned on me just reading stuff that it was all filmed in California. Yeah. And and I remember telling you on the show yeah. and you had no idea. You yeah. thought it was a Missouri. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you gotta be fucking kidding yeah. me. Like it's ridiculous. You, you asshole. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Wrecked the entire thing for me. Uh. <laughs> Devin doesn't like Roadhouse anymore because it was filmed in <laughs> California. How dare they? How dare uh. they? Uh, so yeah, we got uh, we got video revelations coming up. Obviously, the Road Warriors coming up. Uh, so just keep an eye out. If you're interested in Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash living in the past. L i v i n i n the past. And uh, yeah, that about does it for our inaugural episode yeah. of Be Kind Rewind. Remember, folks, if you have questions about this, the content you're hearing. And you want to get on this show, 831-337-8020. Leave us a voice message, and we'll put you on the show. All right, peace.